Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, Steve Burstick, in honor of Tom Brady's post-game press conference, this podcast will be exactly one minute and 43 seconds. Go. Wow, that's all the time I get to describe that debacle? <laughs> that's all the time it's worth, apparently. Holy cow. Tom Brady, let me just say this about Tom Brady, and I don't think this is necessarily breaking news, but we can do the uh, disclaimer. Tom Brady's the sorest loser I've ever been around. <laughs> And I mean that probably as a compliment, but not really um, as far as our jobs go on Sunday. Uh, we waited around like 25 minutes. We, you know, we got Aaron, Bruce Arians pretty quickly, and I thought he took it well. Uh, wasn't very happy, to say the least. Didn't think he'd come in there and say they were, he was embarrassed two weeks in a, or two games in a row. And then Levante David and then a couple other people. Anyway, we got down to it was just Brady we knew we were waiting on. And we waited and waited. And 25 minutes went by. He came in. He answered three. Well, when I say he answered three questions, he responded orally to three questions. And then picked up his bag and was leaving and said, okay, thanks, guys. Like, wait, wait what? And, 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 like, to Greg Almond's credit, he goes, wait, three questions? Really? Or something like that. He goes, well, what else you got? Answered three more, or in this case, didn't answer three more. The last one was, hey, Tom, what happened on those interceptions? Well, we had the ball, and then they had it. Okay, thanks, guys. That sort of thing. Tremendous insight there. Wow. Wow. Guess who's a little upset? And there's nothing wrong with being mad. I mean, of course, we know that Tom Brady rarely, and you can go back through his career, loses two in a row. That just, you know, it did happen three out of four last year and two in a row before the bye. Um, but those teams were, you know, those teams were good. The Saints blasted them. They lost to the Rams, and they lost to Kansas City, which ended up in the Super Bowl. wasn't, you know, and they were, they were, they had twelve weeks into the season, so they were, they were gassed at that point. This time, these guys, they take a break after losing to the Saints, get a week off, and they're playing a team that had lost four in a row. That was the mirror image when you hold something up to a mirror, reverses it. So they were, you know, they were. Exactly two and six, the Bucks were six and two, um, and you go out there and put that product on the field after after a bye week, after Bruce Arians raved about how great you were Monday through Friday. Problem is they play on Sunday. Now maybe this next game would be better because they actually do play on Monday. They have a Monday night game at home against the New York Giants. I'll tell you, um, the game was lost in the first half. I mean, they came out just horribly. Before they even took a snap, O.J. Howard has a false start. Like, you couldn't talk about it anymore. You couldn't drill it in their heads anymore. And before you even execute a simple play, your tight end is, is offsides in your first and 15. And that's kind of how the day went. It was miserable, particularly in the first half. Um, the defense, you know, this is how the day went for the defense. Richard Sherman's supposed to start the game at corner. And before the game even begins, they announce he's out because he hurt his calf in warm-ups. 
Oh my. That's not you know. No, I mean, hate to say it, like you played, you played, or you attempted to play three games in twelve days. The third game, you only played like five or six plays before the hamstring gave out. Then you sat the bench. Even last week when you were active, you didn't play. You were just kind of there to get them through a few plays if if everybody got hurt. And then you come back this week and you're supposed to start and you can't even make it past the national anthem. You know, like, that's a bad sign. We we were hoping to see the Richard Sherman of old. Now we just see an old Richard Sherman. So D. Delaney, no problem. D. Delaney's in there. Aside from his, you know, pass interference penalty in the end zone and Oh, by the way, he ends up leaving because he gets a concussion. So he's concussed now. So now he's in protocol. Who knows if he'll be available for next week. They've got to get some healthy corners back. They need Sean Murphy Bunting to come back. Um, They're going to need some players. But, man, I mean, Washington and Tyler Heineke, if Tyler Heineke played the Buccaneers every game, he'd be Russell Wilson. (laughs) I mean, he would. He plays his best against these guys. It's incredible. You gotta give him, gotta give him credit, man. But this is a bad, bad loss. You know, there's no good losses, right? Well, no, is there... there is, there isn't. But what's? I mean, we know last year there was no crowds. There's no the road last year was a much easier road. Absolutely, for lack Absolutely. of a better word. Why can't the Bucks play well on the road? I mean, it's a veteran team. It's right. Not, it's not like you got a bunch of young guys. You got veteran Levante David, Tom Brady, and. Mike Evans and, you know, I mean, these guys are veterans. Chris Godwin, your offensive line's been around for a while. I mean, Jason Pierre, I mean, you, you go go through all the veterans on this team. Yeah. Why can't they play well on the road? I, I You know, I, I get you do play a little better at home, but, I mean, they play poorly on the road this year. They have, and they've scored a lot more points. You know, they haven't scored 30 points on the road yet, and they, they were averaging the most in the NFL. I think they came into the game averaging like 32. They're definitely a different team. I, I think, you know, I mean, home field advantage is big in the NFL, you know, and they didn't have to experience any of it a year ago because there were virtually no fans or very few fans. You know, they and and so they, they obviously had a much better record. I think it's a larger problem, um, and I know they won at home, but I, I think it's a bigger problem. And the bigger problem to me, First of all, they're not a healthy football team in any way, shape, or form. I mean, that's kicking their butt right now. Like, you've got to have somebody that can play, you know, because Todd Bowles is, you know, he's sort of stuck in the middle between dialing up pressure and not letting the balls go over their heads and worried about, you know, the big play, and, and, he's, and he's just caught in, the, in between. I mean, that's not what he does. What he does is press man, go get the quarterback, you know, and he, he just doesn't have the, the corners to do it. I mean, he just doesn't. And so he's trying to mix it up. He's trying to, you know, play mostly zone. So teams are going to possess the football. But you know what? You're not supposed to possess it 40 minutes to the Bucks 20. And you're not supposed to have a 19-play drive, the, the large, longest, the match is the longest in the NFL this year, 19 plays, and go 80 yards and eat up damn near 11 minutes, the last 11 minutes, on the clock. Like, that can't happen. You know, they converted four three downs, third downs, three downs, listen to me. I, I talk for a living. They, com- they committed four uh, third downs they converted and then one fourth down. And and they never got off the field. They couldn't do it. So in crunch time, 
hey, feel free to uh, one of you guys step up on third down and make a play, you know. And they got Tyler Heineke. I mean, they sacked him five times. But they needed to do a lot more to him. And it couldn't. So, do you th- I don't. I mean, I look at this team, and, and yes, I mean they're depleted on the back end. They're, you've got some weapons that are missing on offense, and dinged up in that. But you still look at it, and you're going, this team should still win, and and, and you just like against that team well, yeah, every exactly, time. Exactly. I mean, you know, is it? It's a bad team. Well, uh, they beat a bad team i mean they got beaten by a bad team but washington football team i love ron mm-hmm. rivera i love their grit by the way they practiced during the bye week i didn't know if you knew that bucks did not but that's a bad football team and and halfway through the game terry mclaren has to go out for a while because of collarbone injury he came back and finished and also they lose their best player on the i mean on the whole roster chase young to a potential acl injury they've got Injuries on their offensive line. They're missing one or two starters there. And then one of their starters went out. Like, not only are they bad, they're hurt. You know? Like, the old, oh, a wounded team is a dangerous team? No. These guys, whatever talent they had has been whittled away. And yet, and yet, they didn't just come out and beat the Bucks. They dominated. They dominated the Bucks, man. They turned them over. The time of possession was almost 40 to 20, 2 to 1. I mean, if you give Tom Brady 10 more minutes on the clock, what's he going to do? You know? And they couldn't get off the field to save their butts. Could not do it. Washington had a great plan. And it was hard to watch. Man, it's, you know, and, and oh, by the way, if you think things were going better or worse, getting better or worse, and of course I always say, oh no, things can always get worse. They did right at the end of the game. So here you are. You allow this 19-play drive, right? And on fourth and goal from like the one, they score, and guess who gets hurt? Vita Vea. Vita Vea has to be carted off the field. Never a good thing when you see Vita Vea being carted off. Last time that happened, it was a broken leg, obviously, in Chicago. You pray that he's going to be all right. You pray that it's not something that, you know, is going to keep him out for a long period of time, uh, let alone the year. But you talk about a big cost now. You didn't just lose to the Washington football team. You just lost Vita Vea, you know, which kind of makes your defense work. And I don't know. Like, I don't know that they have – they're clearly not the – same team, but the team they're putting out there is disjointed. They're not playing situational football, complementary football, that sort of thing. Um, but I'll tell you, I think there's a bigger problem. And I, I'm not sure how to put my finger on it. I think they're happy. I think they're satisfied. Now, when I say they, I don't mean Tom Brady. I don't. Everybody else, however, looks a little too comfortable to me. Well, that's always the fear of winning. I mean, absolutely. Fear, fear of winning is not the right term, but the fear of coming back Re- the next season. Trying to as, repeat. Yeah. And as Bruce Arians said, you know, okay, we got our rings. It's the last time we talk about last season and this. And, you know, and the coach can do that all they want. If the players aren't 
Willie, and, and you know, I guess your hope always was this team is that Tom Brady is that driving force, and he is to make he sure is. that that no one is complacent. Yeah, and, and you know, but, but you know but what? When you start they're seeing how even, they perform, especially on the road. You start wondering: Are they're they even tuning him out? They're even tuning the goat out. They are. They're slipping. They're slipping back into old habits. They're comfortable. They're good. They know they're good. We're good. We're going to win the division. We're good. You know, look at our schedule. We're, we're fine. You know? And, and, you know, one of the things that's hard to handle when you win, and these guys hadn't ever won, right, this current group until they went all the way and won the Super Bowl, is you think the Washingtons and those guys are just supposed to show up and lose to you. You know, and some teams can handle being measured every week against the other teams. But this was their super. You should have heard. Washington is a proud fan base. It's a proud franchise. It's been around forever, right? Mm -hmm. It's more popular in this town than certainly the government is, okay? And they build monuments to those guys. But they're last in attendance this year. Last, Okay. You never want to be last in anything. They're last in attendance this year. That's how little the fan base cares about them. When those fans were leaving FedEx Field after that game, in the words of Nikita Kucherov, hey, they thought they had won the cup, eh? Oh, they thought they'd won the Super Bowl, eh? It was crazy. Number one BS. Number one BS. You know, you didn't. You know, you win the cup. Well, that's how those fans were reacting. They were cheering on the way to the parking lot. The building was shaking because they had just taken down the champ. And it's that fire, you know, that that other teams play with because they're measuring themselves. And these guys are like, "Eh, we're okay. We're good. We're good. I got my ring. It's a long season." It's only week eight. We got to play. We got to play seventeen of these. We're good. Tom will do something. You know, Tom will bail us out. Tom will make some plays. Can't do it, man. Can't have it. Better start weeding those guys out. You know. And again, they're so injured. That's true. But they still are way better than a Washington team. You know, which had so many negative. Stats, not to mention they lost four in a row, and then they lose their best players during the game, and you still get dominated. I'm telling you, I haven't seen – it's the longest drive of the season this year in the NFL, 19 plays. You just don't see 19-play drives. (laughs) You know, the last 19-play drive I think I saw was my son was 10 years old, you know, playing for East Lake Youth League where they just ran it every time, five yards a clip. And – but in the NFL – I mean, again, you converted four third downs on one drive and a fourth down? Really? That's terrible. They couldn't get the ball back to Brady. Brady gets them within, should have been three, suck up, misses the extra point. They're within four with about 12 minutes to go and three timeouts. And you know when they got the ball back? They had like 20-something seconds left and no timeouts. And now they were down by two scores. It's pathetic. It was a pathetic performance, man. And I, again... You know, had this been three years ago, four years ago, we're like, 
Yeah, Bucks beating Bucks. That's how they play. But you know what? You're supposed to be all past that now. You're the world champs, man. You know? You got a formula. You know how to work. You know how to prepare. You know how to show up and play. You don't take teams for granted. They're doing all of that stuff. I think they're a little too happy, a little too comfortable. They're good. That's a terrible thing for me to say, and I'm sure, you know, probably zero players listen to the podcast, so it doesn't matter. But at the end of the day, I believe that. They have not woken the heck up. They haven't. They're just kind of biding their time, hoping Tommy can win enough games and then we get to late January, December. Hey, watch out in the NFC South. Now, Atlanta got absolutely destroyed, right, by the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. The former coach as a defense coordinator, Daniel Dan Quinn. Um, but watch out for the Carolina Panthers, too. You know, and Cam Newton. They're not out of it. None of those teams in the South are out of it, really. And the Bucks got to play them twice. They got to play Atlanta. They got to play New Orleans. So a lot of lot of football left in this division alone. It, it was just you can't you can't lose to that team. And Arians doesn't have the answers. You know, committing bad penalties. There are no good penalties. Committing bad penalties. Um, doing the self destructive stuff. The other thing I didn't get. Maybe you you know maybe you can explain it to me. I look early in that game, like within his first third down throw to Tyler Johnson, which was wide. Um, he decides that he's going to throw like a kind of a deep out, mm-hmm. and he gets blasted. I mean, blasted. Um, by Allen the. Uh, I think he's a defensive end or tackle. I'm not sure which for for the Washington football team. And when that happens, you could tell. Like, there are certain hits that you know immediately. He felt that, you know. Like, he felt that. And I think because he did, I'm not sure. I don't know if he, like, after that really protect, uh, you know, kind of was comfortable in the protection like it was almost like he was playing hot potato you take away the 40 yard bomb to mike evans that they finally hit and the coverage bust that they had down the field on Jalen darden darden you take away those two plays and tom brady averaged like 4.6 yards an attempt an attempt so you know leonard fournette catches eight passes and nine targeting the most targets and the most receptions. That should not be, like, ever, right? Chris Godwin, Mike Evans, Tyler Johnson, Cam Brait, O.J. Howard. I mean, those are the guys primarily, but all all these checkdowns. And I don't mean just like, well, nobody's over there. He, like, some of me just didn't pull the trigger on. He was getting cover two, cover two, I get it. But, you know, you got to make plays, man. I listened to some of the game on the radio. Right. And Gene and Dave were commenting that it had been since the first quarter since he threw the ball deep. Yeah. More than 10 yards. He wasn't going to do it after he nope. got hit. Refused. He was, uh, you're not going to block for me? Yeah, I'm, I'm that's not, true. I'm not going to throw it deep. Listen, Tom Brady's smart in this sense. 
He demands a lot, okay, of his team, particularly his offensive line. But he's told us, told everybody, told me that I'd rather lose a game. I have no trouble. I'd rather lose a game, probably more than one, than to do something trying to win a game and put myself in harm's way and be knocked out of the season. You know what I mean? So he'd rather just say, hey, that's an L. We'll come back and get them next time. As opposed to, you know, playing so hard and like, you know, after an interception or, you know, you'll see quarterbacks run up the field and risk injury. You know, Tom's not going to do that. Tom's not going to do that. And I think, you know, he was not going to stand in there and just get blammoed all day. So he played hot potato with that thing. I mean, I like Leonard Fournette. He's an okay receiver. He's not a route runner. He doesn't win routes, per se. Um, but he should not get nine targets in a game, you know. And I, I just think he, you know, didn't trust it. So it was – there just wasn't – like you're looking for things. Well, what, well, Devin White was really good, <laughs> you know, so much for no splash plays. Dude had two sacks. He had, had zero coming in. Had, had, I think at least one or two tackles for loss. They had like, you know, eight quarterback hits on top of the sacks. Devin White was fantastic. He, he had 18 tackles or something like that. It's insane. He was everywhere, you know. So we called for it, and, you know, he made he made the splash plays. So good good on him. But but when you when you when you play that many snaps, like the last drive, when you play 19 snaps, you're going to have some numbers. You're going to rack up some stuff. You know, Levante David had 13 tackles and forced a fumble. Um, yeah, it was just, man, it was just so, such a bad loss. Like last year, like I said, just, you know, New Orleans owned them, but New Orleans was okay. But The Chicago but this, loss was a bad loss last year. The Chicago loss was a bad loss because they weren't a good football team. You had the lead, and you, you, you definitely gift-wrapped that one with penalties. But everybody keeps referring to Chicago loss like last week. Could this like be like last year's Chicago locks and then you came out of the buy and then you're you know, and then now it's like, well, the airport, do we have a new Chicago? Like I don't know. It, they have not cut them out. And if you're not gonna cut out penalties, especially returning players, veteran players, then you're kind of comfortable. You know, it goes back to my original point, like you're okay with it. You're okay with it. You don't wanna do it, you don't want to be that guy. Eh, you're okay with it. You know, Tom will bail us out. We got a good team. Look who we got on our team. Look at the names. You know, we're first team all name. But then you go in there and you get hit in the mouth. And it's, you know, the old everybody has a plan till they get hit in the mouth. Now what's your plan? But they, they just haven't done a good job, you know, of that. And I, I just think they're comfortable. I don't, maybe I'm not describing it right, but you know what I mean? Like, well, it's not it look, it's not that they're not trying, it's not that they're not working hard. But do you right. have that chip on your shoulder? Do you have, do you have that, that extra desire? edge yeah. that I'm willing to do this You're much hungry. more or that you know, and it's it's what teams that are chasing a championship do. And it's have to do. it's easy when you have that success to eh, I can take this rep off. I can yeah. I'm not saying they're necessarily doing that. It's it, it's not even a conscious decision all the time. Right. It's just that that hunger of it. You lose your edge. 
Yeah. You lose your focus. You lose attention to detail. You think you're good enough to kind of wing it, to be honest with you. I'm not saying they don't work. You know, Arians has raved, raved about, oh, what a great practice. He even said it after the game today. He was like, man, we, you know, we're fantastic Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, you know, when we travel on Saturday. But you got to be better on Sunday. Now, maybe maybe next week they'll be good on Monday because we play the Giants Monday night. But Well, it is at home, so you do expect them to be better because so they played much better, better at home. Right. But, I mean, I don't know, man. Something's There's something wrong. Like, there's I can't. I can't describe it. it. Obviously, Arians doesn't know what it is or he would fix it. Um, I think on defense, it's just the communication and too many new players in and out. That's what I believe. You know, and, and you know, Bowles just said, well, this guy's going to move around anyway. I might as well come after him, and he did. And, you know, Heineke hit one big ball on him that cost him, and you know, he played really, really well. And then that's, you know, now you lose. Fortunately for the Bucks. The Saints lost a tough game to the Titans. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Carolina went out to the desert. No Kyler Murray. They win. Cam Newton had two touchdowns. <laughs> uh, had some packages for him on the goal line. He's going to start the rest of the year. They're going to be invigorated that way. You know, in the Bucks, yeah, they're comfortable. They're good. Now, Rick, you know I I don't like to be the the glasses you know completely empty type guy. So, yeah. the team is still six and three. Yeah, they still can accomplish everything they want to this year. And if they they put more performances yeah. like they do did today out there, it's going to yeah. be tougher and tougher. Right. I mean, it helps the Cardinals lost today. That was big because I mean, I think if you if you first of all they're not going on the road and winning. <laughs> In the playoffs, maybe one game, maybe a championship. Like, cause you always go, well, if you just had one game, play them anywhere, play them in a parking lot at Walmart. I don't know why Walmart's always singled out, but they, did. but you know, I don't think they'd be afraid to go to Arizona. I don't want to, you know, if I'm a, a Bucks, I don't want to go to Green Bay again. I don't go similar. But if you win the division, you're getting one home game. You know, if you have the best record, you're getting a bye week. But forget that. But yeah, I. I don't know that they are. I don't know that they're going to go on and win win anything. You know, and it's still a lot of football. They come out and just blast the Giants, and everybody's like back on them, right? Mm-hmm. But there's some. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, there's something missing. And you know, the other thing is, they're so hurt that hell half their team doesn't practice. I mean, they don't practice. Chris Godwin made it out one day, did very little on Friday. He started the game. He had he had about seven or eight targets, most of them like bubble screens. You know? Um, all the veterans, you know, so many of those guys are, are dinged up. JPP, he doesn't show up during practice. Like at some point, you know what? Not practicing doesn't make you better. I subscribe to the Tony Dungeon. Like I think, I think Arians does an unbelievable job of giving these guys rest, giving them time off, getting ready for Sunday, and most of the time they respond. Um, But that doesn't mean you're better by not practicing. You know, you need to practice. Because that's communication, that's technique, that's all those things that win games. And for guys like JPP, you know, when Gronk or AB get back, 
there's a bunch of guys on this football team because they're older. They get a Veterans Day off, a, you know, maintenance day here. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know how many days off I'd be given until this team turns around. You know, I guess it could turn quick, but I've seen I've seen this this play out several times on the road already. And I don't know. They they just they're comfortable. They're comfortable. Well, let's hope they get uncomfortable soon. They better because they got they got a Monday night game. The Giants are bad. Even after losing, I think they're like eleven point favorites or twelve point favorites. Giants are bad, but they'll huh. knock your block. They'll knock your block off too. Like you go in there Monday night and kind of be like, "We got this." The next thing you know, you'll be in a dogfight and then you lose. They're not going to lay down for you. And the narrative all week is going to be this: Yeah, Bucks aren't that team. Who's that team in the NFC? Nah, it's not the Bucks. It's not them. How about the Rams? How about maybe it's not Arizona? I don't know. Hey, maybe it's Carolina. Look at them. They got Cam. They're steamrolling now. You know, there'll be somebody they'll be looking for, but this team, and then play it out. Like if you really want, if you really want, you want to go glass, glass not half full, but glass just freaking empty. <laughs> play it out and say to yourself, as as mad as Tom Brady was about losing this game, and trust me, folks, he didn't want to talk to anybody. As mad as he was about losing this game. How will he feel, okay, about his future, about what he's going to do? If they muddle through this year and screw up and miss the playoffs entirely or get in as a wild card or maybe they even host a game, but then they revert to playing like this and the last game is looks and sounds as bad as his last throw a Patriot, which was a pick six against Tennessee. What if that's the last picture you see? You know, the Bucks losing maybe on the road to, a, you know, another team. Um, and Brady struggles and they struggle as a team. You think Brady comes back? Like, I maybe not. You know, like, at this point, winning matters if you want to keep Tom Brady. You know? He's not going to – for who, for what? Like, he's not going to come back if, if he thinks, yeah – wasn't, all I can. wasn't this always the danger? And we saw this with the Lightning a few years ago. When they brought everybody back? It brought everyone back and basically changed nobody, and it got stale. It's hard. It's hard. And, and that it's was hard. the danger of bringing every starter from the Super Bowl back. Totally. And they were older. Mm-hmm. You know, this is the other thing. Like, I mean, it's and, like, and I get it. Like, I totally get it. I know why, I know why the Lightning did it, and you know what? Bless them. It worked. Right. However, well, eventually however, for the Lightning, it didn't that season. But I mean, no, it, you know, that it, was a, it was a lesson learned of. Yeah, you know, it, it gets stale. It gets. You know, other teams are getting better. You know, other teams are making changes. They're they're making changes to beat you. You've got to stay ahead of the curve. You know, that's what I believe. And and if you're standing pat, like, okay, we're standing pat with what? With older guys. With guys that have been injured, guys are going to be more injured, less productive. But just because we won a Super Bowl with them, we, by gosh, we got to stay with these guys. Yeah, I don't know. These other teams are getting pretty good. And uh, you're definitely getting their best shot. That's the other thing the Bucks can't handle. Tom Brady can handle it. You give him the ball back, he can handle it. 
He's used to everybody's best shot. I bet once to punch that guy in the mouth since you know he, since he was came out of Michigan. You know what the Bucks can't handle? They can't handle being hunted. It's different. It's just different, mm-hmm. and they're struggling with that. Like they, you know, we got to put forth all this effort every week. Like, come on, man, it's Washington. We're not supposed to be sweating this. Let much less losing. We're supposed to roll up there and gas these guys. Like just, you know, just go out and just, you know, first time down the road, down the down the field, score, get the lead. You know, go after Tyneke, blitz them, sack them. Like, it should be easy. This should be easy game. And then all of a sudden you look up and you're like two turnovers into a dogfight. An absolute brawl. You're in trouble again. But a 10-minute, 19-play drive? Goodness gracious. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. I don't know, man. I got my, it's a week to week league, right? You're like two weeks ago, oh, they're six and oh, they're fine. Oh, they're six and one, but look what New Orleans lost. They lost all these guys, they're fine. You're gonna be favored in every game. And then you boy. This is a tough one, man. I I'm so doom and gloom right now and I don't know why. Because <laughs> they'll go out and beat the Giants fifty two to ten and everybody be like, Yeah, Tom Brady's out. Yeah, he's definitely out of it. He's through five touchdown passes and he's still doesn't have Gronk, and he's still in the and the Calvary's coming over the hill and all that stuff. But I'm telling you, you nobody is as mad as that dude when he loses. Nobody. You know, I, I just wish he directed his anger someplace. Now, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't on it out of hand or anything. He was just really quick. What do you want me to say? I'm done. I'm done. See ya. Have a good, have a good day, guys. I just don't um, want to get fined. Exactly. <laughs> You could put him up there and get the same amount of content. I'm just here so I don't get fined. I was at that. That was classic, man. I think I was in Houston for that Super Bowl, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I went one of those. Yeah, I think it was Houston. We went one of those, and they had sort of a media day in the afternoon. Some place stood by his riser. He was classic, man. Oh, gosh. Well, it was a – you know, the other thing, it was a beautiful fall day up here. Like – the leaves have turned, but there's a little bit more foliage on them that hasn't dropped yet. There was no snow. It was crispy cold, you know, maybe 45 degrees. Like, it was the perfect day to play football. If you're a football player, you know, and you're in that building, you're going against that team, a historic team like that, that should keep you fired up throughout the weekend. Bruce Arians is like, well, we had some of the best practices we ever had. Really, what are we talking about here? Allen Iverson practice. I'm not talking about the game. Game I love. Game I die for. Practice. I had a coach tell me, I've had several coaches tell me, so can you tell if your team's going to play well or not? You know, you're around these guys and you get a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, based on how they practice. <laughs> the one guy said, he goes, got no clue. 
<laughs> I can't tell you which guy. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll be complete. I have no idea who's showing up on Sunday. They say Don't that know. in baseball, you can't tell the starting pitcher is going to do based on warm up. Right. Yeah. That's <laughs> being in the bullpen. You're like, well, he missed every pitch. Like, you, there's been guys that couldn't throw a strike in the bullpen, go out there and lights out, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You know, have the best stuff in the world, can't get over the plate when they get on the mound. Like, you can't, you can't make this up. That's what's so great about the NFL. Like, we've had all these upsets. You can't make this up. Everybody's sort of, you know, it, it is a marathon. You're at mile 13, and you're trying to predict who's going to hit the tape first. You know? It's it's just weird. Anyway, Tampa Bay Lightning had a big win. They did. It was a very feisty game against the stinking Panthers on Saturday night. Uh, yeah. Borderline so some dirty Braden Point play is, from is, the Panthers. Is, is Braden Point... Like, are you allowed? Like, what is the etiquette in 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 hockey fights? Right. So, if a guy drops his gloves and you drop your gloves, is the other dude allowed to duck behind the official so he doesn't get hit anymore? Is that yeah? Really? That what happened? To do that, but you know, he kind of he kind of had enough. Like before, he should have had enough, right? Yeah, you know what I'm talking about yeah, the I fight mean, that Point got into. Yeah, no, no, and he doesn't get into many fights. Uh, he just finally no. had enough of Hornquist, which should have been called for a penalty. Pinned him against the boards, wouldn't let him up. Yeah, right. Um, you know, and, and every the once Horn- in a while, you got to, you know. Hornquist just, was like, don't hit me. They were they were taking runs at point in that game. Oh, I know. Um, and every once in a while, you got to stand up for yourself. I mean, you don't like to see point get in a fight. Yeah, absolutely. If nothing else, no. you don't want to break in a hand or a finger or, you know, something like that in a fight. Um, well, the other guy sure didn't want to fight him. I can tell you that. You know, but. You know, good on Braden Point for standing up for himself, and then he comes back and gets the game-winning goal. What a great goal! I mean, and a great know, stretch. Pass. Braden plays better when he's mad. He doesn't get mad very often. He keeps his cool pretty much on the ice. Yeah, but you look back at you know when he's had fights and incidents like that, he plays better when afterwards. And he he buried that game winner. That's beautiful in overtime. That's a nice win. It nice was win. a very nice win. I mean, Florida's scuffling a little bit now after starting like nine zero and one. They're like ten. Three and three or something, ten two and uh, some ten two and three. I think you know yeah. they're, they're scuffling a little bit now. You're gonna come back to earth, right? Like you're not gonna win every game. No. You win ten in a row, like that's you're gonna hit something, right? Mm-hmm. Well, not only that, but their coach was dismissed. Um, <laughs> yeah, right as that right. happened too. So I mean, there's a lot of change in that yeah. regard. Um, yeah, but the lightning, the lightning have now pointed in seven straight games or five zero and two. It's impressive. Uh, they play tonight against the Islanders, their third game in a row against the uh, the three teams that they. Beat on the way to the Stanley Cup final last season. They're one and one against those teams, right? Yeah, they're one zero and one against those teams. Uh, they lost in overtime to Carolina, of course. Beat Florida in overtime on Saturday. So. Right, but got points, and that's you know mm-hmm. that's the main thing. Even in a loss, yeah. you don't you'd like to get the win, but you can at least Zach Bogosian was back. That was good. Uh, Sergachev back from suspension as Chernex uh, out for some time. Yeah, not sure how long he's in the kind of the week to week status at this point. Yeah, you know what's I mean, there was a, they got off to a bad start, but like I don't, I don't worry about the lightning. Like I, even though they made all these changes, you just kind of feel like, yeah, they're the lightning. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna find their way. They're gonna win their share of games, and you like, we'll see you in the playoffs. Like, well, you know, but and, and there, I, there's a couple things too compared to the Bucks, and we've t- we spent you know the beginning of the podcast talking about the Bucks, but in hockey, the home ice advantage isn't as important in the series. It's minimal, right? I mean, yeah. you want it in Game Seven. Yes. But beyond that, you know, and the Lightning showed that last year. I mean, they, they, you know, they got off to such a great start. They kind of coasted near the end. 
Let's just yeah. get ready for the playoffs. We don't care if we finish first, second, or third in the division. We're going to make the playoffs, and, and that's it. Yeah. You know, in hockey, you're just uh, let me be top three in my division, and you're right, guaranteed right, right. in. And yep. so, you know, the home field, like in football, you know, having home field and having a bye potentially, if you can get the best Fantastic. record in your conference, yeah. is a huge hmm. advantage compared oh, yeah. to in no hockey. Question. You know, if the Lightning go on the road for the first series or two, they don't care. They're okay. Yeah. I mean, you're yeah. still going to get three of the games at home. Yeah. And you can steal home field with one win on the road. I mean, mm-hmm. so. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to a game seven. So yeah, there's a little bit of that. You know, you know, if they finish, you know, Florida wants to run away with the division and you know get off to a hot start and go ahead. Uh, we're 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 fine taking second or third or you know burn yourself uh, out. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, and you know, at the Florida end of the was, day, it doesn't really matter, right? You're gonna you have to mm-hmm. play everybody. Yeah, it's just get in. Home ice, I mean, but, you know, yeah. that, that's that's kind of the the mantra for you know I think the NBA is very similar to that in that regard too. Yeah. Um, although I think there's a huge difference between number one and eight in a conference usually. No question. To hockey, yeah. But yeah, you know, it's just just get in. I mean, you know, so just get in, baby. That's kind of the difference between the Lightning and the, and the 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 Bucks is that you know, and and you know, look in in the NHL, more teams get in. You know, half the teams get in the playoffs. Yeah, it's running tr- that way here. <laughs> yeah, well, it's, probably yeah. have you know. But now 14 of the 32 get in, right? Exactly. We're going to get to 16 somehow pretty soon. But, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So good for the Lightning. They're back on track. Um, yeah, it was almost a bad weekend for Florida. Boy. You needed you, – you had to hang 70 on Samford to win? Samford? No. 70 points. They give up the most points in the first half against the – No FCS team had scored 30 points this year against an FBS school. All year. Samford had 42 in the first half. Uh, for, for Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's nobody has scored that many in a game. Yeah. Much less go do it in a half. All right. You, you, my words to God's ear. Dan Mullen's fired, right? Or if he I rocks, te- if te- he rocks Missouri and then he beats Florida State, he's back. I tend to think he was going to be fine, but after that performance, you got to wonder. I mean, How you got you got to wonder what, what the know. boosters are saying. I mean, well, they're they're they've had it. I mean, I was talking to Greg Allman, his son. You know, but are, they, are they willing to pony up the money to to buy out and hire yes, a new coach? I yes, mean, yes, yes, yes. You know, never a, underestimate the depth of those pockets. Well, I, I know, I, I get it, but it's you, you got to be motivated so enough rich. to say we're we're willing to put that money down for. Oh, well, I think he's given them plenty of motivation well, I, lately. Mm-hmm. I do. I. Florida fan, you know, first of all, they have a much higher opinion of themselves that's true than reality. So you got to start there. Like, they think they should be Alabama. We can't explain it, but they do. Um, but I just. Well, they had a stretch you, there. They were. I mean, when Urban was there and you had Tebow and Chris Lee. Right. and I mean, they had a stretch where they were. I mean, not quite as long as Alabama's stretch has been, but. Right. They've been to that. The, the they could play with them. They've been though. there for, for multiple seasons. I mean, not. Yeah. You know, LSU, you know, had the one season with Joe Burrow, and then they've kind of been back to reality. And, you know, they have a season here and there. But, you know, Florida for a while did. They haven't since Urban Meyer. Right. To be but they know, think, at that kind of level consistently. They think they should be, and that that drives them, I think, to con- consistently try to, you know, better themselves. I don't know, man. Look bad. It, I know they won the game. The moment was like, you're, you're taking away from the win. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. It's Sanford. That's exactly what they're doing. It's not enough, Dan. And you know, when you live, you should understand that when you're in a business that 
keep Cincinnati out of the top four because they don't win enough or don't because their schedule doesn't have enough winning records and this kind of stuff. Like it's got to be the eyeball test. It's just so. Ugh. Yeah, but Cincinnati. Uh, they should have played better. I'm an alumnus. Year, so. They're not a top four team. I would agree. But I, can, as much what, as I hope, do? They, I hope they still make the playoff. But I, they've got. They've well, what got, if you do? If, I'll use if, Matt, if Michigan. Uh, like, you know, these teams above them lose. Like, what do you? Like, they have they a gonna, path. They have a path to get in. I don't think they're one of the top four teams in the country, but they have a path. Well, Oklahoma lost. Mm-hmm. That 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 would be part of the path, right? Yeah, you need. Um, uh, presumably, you would want Ohio State and Michigan both to lose. So right. p- potentially, Michigan State one, one beats week. Ohio State, mm-hmm. or Ohio State. You know, you need them both to lose, right? Maybe if if Auburn can beat Alabama, right, that might help. Then if Georgia if Alabama Georgia beats team. Alabama, it might be a three loss Alabama team by the time you get there, and that's definitely out. Right, they should be out with two, in my opinion. If you got an undefeated team that's you know legit, I mean, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but division, you know, and then. And you're gonna put a two loss team in there ahead of them? I don't. I don't know, man. I'd give. I'd give Cinderella a ticket to the ball. You know what I mean? Yeah, she but, may lose but, her shoes. You may never. Cinderella see her again. Ain't, pay, ain't, ain't paying the bills. She ain't bringing enough of her I mean, fairy godmother. At the end of the day, it's all down to whatever. ESPN. It's all up to ESPN. I mean, the committee doesn't <laughs> say that, but that's what it really is about. You think they call them? <laughs> Who would you like in round one? I don't know, man. It's interesting though this year because there's some, you know, there's some like the Big Ten. There's going to be some important games. Every week's a big game. Right? Well, it's, big you've Ten. got you've got Ohio State, Michigan State this week, and then you go to Ohio State, Michigan the following week. Huge. I mean, all three of those schools can still win the Big Ten East. Yeah, it's going to be huge. Huge. CJ Stroud had a big game. I just want to say Stroud. That's why I said CJ Stroud. <laughs> it's cool listening to the game. Stroud, what a great player. Stroud's a, he's an amazing guy. Just such a cerebral player that Stroud I don't know but we'll talk Good. more about that this week and uh, uh, yeah, happy yeah. trails to Mike Brasso and Lewis Head saw that both traded Lewis uh, Head got traded and Greg Allman had a good line Lewis Head got traded for a player to be named later okay yeah after what 13 trips up and down last year 12 right. or something like that so that's like one more um, what do you call it? not a transaction I'm trying to think of a word up and down or, you know, yeah. option or whatever they call it. One more option. Yeah. yeah. Player to be named later. One one more option. But like the, Ra- gotta- yeah, the Rays are, you know, they, they've got to clear a couple spots off the 40-man to protect some of the minor leaguers from the Rule 5 draft coming up. And, and they've got to yeah. add some of those guys to it. So Mike Brasso, who at this point, I mean, your infielders are Choi, Diaz, Wendell, Franco, Lau, Walls, potentially Bruhan, Jordan Luplo can play some infield. So Mike Brasso was expendable. You got a, a pitcher back who threw, had 103 strikeouts in 60 innings in in A ball this past year, like 15.45 strikeouts per nine innings. Granted, it's A ball, but yeah. still. Uh, and then you trade Lewis Head for some players to be named later. They still probably need to make another move or two before they have to uh, move some guys up to the 40-man. So they have lots of work. Mikey Brasso. Yeah, I was just going to say, Mikey Brasso arguably has the, okay, assuming 
Let's do this in order. Um, big moments in Rays history. Last out by David Price in 1988. Ground ball to Aki, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, 162. Longoria, Longoria 162. Brett um, Phillips. Brett Brett Phillips is jacked way up there. Yeah, he's probably like two or three. He's he's. I mean, Mike Brasso has one of the top four or five moments in this franchise history. Ah, no, I mean, yeah. we we should never forget Mike Brasso because of that home run yeah. against a, a roller Chapman. Well, after you know Chapman threw at his head in a previous well, game. Yeah, he did. That was great. I mean, that was a that was an unbelievable moment, and he will forever have that, mm-hmm. which is cool when you leave a team, you know, and take up full page ad, and you go to Milwaukee, and you know all that. But he um he had the moment, a really big one. Yeah, that was that's. I mean, he, he even uh, on social media put a post out saying, you know, one of the many memories I'll have from Tampa Bay, and you know his thanks and the organization yeah. and the fans and that. But yeah. uh, just an incredible. That was an incredible moment. It, it's definitely, uh, you know, top ten for sure. And it's it iconic. happened in the playoffs, so I mean, you know, yeah. that makes it even bigger. Yeah. No, it's bigly. It's uh. Happy trails to him. He's going to Willie Adamas World. Ozzy so Timmons is up there. I mean, you got tons Ozzie of X-rays left, up yeah. there. Yeah, Ozzy left. Did you just surprise? Like, I guess being a hitting instructor trumps the first base coach, right? In terms of its. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was kind of the assistant right. hitting coach here in Tampa Bay, but it's a promotion. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. you know, you're Can't very play. happy for Ozzy. You know, good guy. Yeah, good, mm-hmm. really good guy. Absolutely. I guess somebody in Durham's going to get a chance to come up and coach first base. From what I understand, reading Mark Top, you know, the yeah. Tampa Bay Times. Happy birthday to Mark, Mark too, by the way. Is that did that was that yesterday? Or it was today? Sunday. Sunday was his. It was Sunday. Yeah. yeah, I missed it. I apologize for that, man. Yeah. Well, it's um. Look, it was a, <laughs> it was a surprising loss, and and it's one that is going to do one of two things. It's either gonna, you know you you either get exposed or you expose people in this league. I think they've been exposed. Now let's see. Let's see what it does. Let's see what they do with that. Let's see if their pride. Let's see if um, you know the Bucks uh, still have the desire to repeat. Let's see how important that is to them. You got to start with Monday night. They get an extra day to prepare, heal up. Obviously, the health of the team is still a factor, but they got enough pieces to beat the Giants as long as the quarterback is upright. You know, um, but this is a, this now becomes I want to say must win, but you know you can't. You can't lose three in a row if you're a good team. You're just not going to do that, especially, especially when two of those games are Washington and the Giants. You know, you can't do that. They could have buried the Saints by now. They could have a two-game lead right now, three if they'd have beaten them. Mm-hmm. You know, if they'd have won these last two games, they could have all but guaranteed themselves. You know, a home playoff game, maybe being positioned for a first-round bye, and get both home field advantage. And and you just, you know, that's why Brady has said it's so important, even though you're not playing your best football, to find ways to win these games early so you're mm-hmm. still in great position when you get to November. And uh, thank- Thanksgiving. And he always said season begins after Thanksgiving. Well, we're about two weeks away, right? Less than two Less weeks than away. A week and yeah. a half. Yeah, the turkey's coming. So you, you, better, you better get your butts in gear here because um, whatever happened on Sunday was not good. It was. It was. I think it was revealing. I don't think they care. They don't care enough. They're good. They're fine. They got their reign. They're good. And Brady is not good. He's not good with any of it. So he should be it. 
As, as bad as he was to be around for us, I can't imagine being his teammate <laughs> or his coach. I can't imagine how bad that plane ride was. Oh, my God. That was just terrible. But he'll be on to the next one right after he talks to Jim Gray on the podcast tonight. So we'll check out the Let's Let's Go podcast and see how that goes. Anyway, I uh, got a great week ahead. Of course, uh, lots of college college football. Was, we'll get to that probably tomorrow, and the, certainly with Matt Baker as we get into the next week. Dan Mullen, we briefly talked about big win by Florida State over Miami. That was that was good for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, USF that was a good game. USF no bueno, but you know yeah, USF Matt, play, USF played well. I mean, they don't they don't have enough pieces yet. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but but you can see the improvement, you can see the growth, you can see, yeah, you can see what what they're what they're trying to build there. They they don't have enough pieces yet. Yeah, I had somebody tell me that Cincinnati is no way they're they're a top. No, top I, I, they're. I mean, I've known that, but you know, seeing them in person Friday night, you know, they've got pieces. Right. They make way too many mistakes. Right. Um, they beat themselves on yeah. a lot of this. Um, yeah. and it, but it keeps happening over and over again. Uh, you know, first drive of the game, they get two – I mean, they, they they stop USF with two false starts, and, well, there's an automatic first down. Yeah, yeah, you can't do you that. You know, and it's like, you know, what are you doing? Yeah. I mean, they've done a nice job. They win games. They're 10-0, and 0, I think, mm-hmm. something like that. I mean, you can, and Luke you know, Fickle has been great. And, mm-hmm. you know, quarterback is really good. He's a legit dude. So they got a couple guys in defense that are legit. Um, yeah, Gardner, the cornerback. I mean, the guard, the cornerback. His nickname Sauce. He's a senior this year. He'll be in the draft. He'll be a first round draft pick. Has not allowed a touchdown in his career. Huh? <laughs> what? There, there's not been a touchdown scored on a receiver that he was the primary coverage guy for in his career. Okay, that's crazy. Yeah, and he started pretty much every game, or you know, he started some as a freshman. I don't know if he started every game as a freshman, but I think you jinxed him. He's probably going to give up three. Oh, they, they say that every game on the broadcast. It's it's not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not the one putting that out there. But but you he, do that with Garrick too. Oh, he's never going to start today's game. So and they got uh, Sanders on the D line is really good. I mean, you know, they got some. They got some. You know, as, as Matt Baker would put it, they got some dudes. They got some dudes. They got some dudes. But how would they? How would they fare against Georgia? I think they're like 15-point underdogs at this point. 41-17? Yeah, I mean, they, well, although, although you know, last year they played Georgia in the, was it the Peach Bowl? One of those yeah. bowls last year yeah. and took them down to the wire. I mean, they had the lead late, and Georgia kicked a field goal at the end to win it. So Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, lots of college football talk. That'll be fun for sure. So mm-hmm. we'll get into all of that and then more uh, fallout from the Bucks' loss. Of course, Tom Brady has his podcast. Bruce Arians will talk today, post-mortem around 1230. I'm headed back on the very, very early flight as we do this podcast Sunday night. I'm headed back, of course, to Tampa um, from Baltimore early in my morning. Greg, I'm on my flight. So we'll get it all cranked up again for you and uh, see what next week brings. So should be interesting. But not such a good night in the nation's capital for the Bucs as they lose to Tyler Heineke, the buck killer apparently. And the Washington football team just was not was not good from the start and uh, certainly finished that way. So hope you enjoyed the podcast here uh, every Monday through Friday, of course. For Steve Burstnick, I'm Rick Stroud of the Tampa Bay Times. Have a great day, everybody. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 